Yo, what's up? We're live. We're live. We're all the way live. How you doing, baby cakes? <laughs> baby cakes? Yeah, it's you, man. You little baby. Little, uh, little baby cake. Baby cakes. You, you just, just don't, don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what you been doing, boy? How you doing? I'm this good, is man. How Josh Show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Thank yes. you very much for tuning in to our weekly waffle. Weekly waffle. Mm. That's a better name. Why do we come, Why do we go with the Harley and Josh show? <laughs> I don't know. The Harley and waffle. Josh's weekly waffle. No, because people think it's a cookery show and we have no syrup. Can we start a cookery show <laughs> just for the name? No, all I know about the cookery. I think we should do a cookery show, but like of like tour foods. Yeah, like, uh, that's it, yeah. Like food that you can cook and make and be finished with How in less than four minutes. How to open a crisps, yeah. basically. <laughs> We do pinch it between well, your thumbs and forefinger. I have a go to a place where I can get cheap, super cheap and healthy foods. Super seep. Super seep. Yeah. Filthy hoops. Right. Where from, Harley? Oh, please. Uh, every, every shop has a different has a different best thing. Right. Okay. Cool. But like you know, little do the little um, <laughs> box of nuts and stuff. Yeah. Um, which are good, like because they they they're high in protein. Like the crazy things, but cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, they're exactly the same as the grey stuff, but about a pound cheaper, so you pay mm-hmm. about like 50, 60p each. Right. Stuff like that. When you're on the go, on a job, just keep you going. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you've, you know, some, there's nothing worse for me is you start setting up and you're flagging. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, you just got, you need some kind of uh, food, some sugar, just to keep you just going to the end. And then you can have a proper bite to eat. Mm. Um, so I always have like my... my Glove box in my van is full of stuff like that, <laughs> um, like the little uh, little uh, mini, uh, what are they called? Coconilla flapjacks. Oh, they're kind of like flapjacks with coconut. No, we should, we should probably start thinking about the nutritional benefits of these things and stuff like you know. They are they're, they're, they're protein. They're high in protein. Yeah. That's their thing. There we um, go. And they're not too crazy in the sugar. Um, some of them can be a little bit high in salt, but then others aren't so much. I don't have. I don't salt my food too much so i'm I'm not like eating too much salt mm. i'm i do try and be quite aware of that because um you're supposed to actually get salt you know but we need salt yeah and that's salt. the thing like and um, it gets turned into one of those sort of bad things it's not as bad as sugar no. salt is nowhere near as bad as sugar no, for no. but like uh you know I, I tend to just try not to put salt in my food and then i realize oh, i actually do need some sodium yeah mm. that's it and um I a friend of mine. She it's the uh, Harley and Josh diet show. Just saying. Yeah, the Harley. It's 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 the weekly waffle, <laughs> but you know, uh, oat waffles. <laughs> yeah, of course, yes. Um, Better fiber. Uh, a friend of mine. She lost a lot of weight. She um, and she did on a particular diet. I don't know, but she uh, made all of her own food. Never had any ready meal. Everything was made from fresh, so she could control exactly what was going into her body. Hmm. Um, and she was watching her salt content and she actually didn't get enough salt right. because she didn't have any ready meals. She had no sort of cereals or anything like that. Right. Um, very few processed foods. So everything she made, she was like, well, I need to not have too much salt and then mm. just didn't put salt on anything. Which I don't know I mean, how everything yeah. tasted any good. But Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what yeah. salt does. It's a lot of like actually connects... Uh, molecules to your taste buds a lot of the time. That's the thing. It's like is that what you... makes it tasty? Yeah, it's the okay. thing because it's it's like the thing that connects the molecules to the enzymes and things like this. So it's like a little little buffer. So if you're not getting enough of it, that's why it tastes better with salt, even if yeah. it's just a small amount. Yeah, because there's just more of it. Just if you can taste the salt, there's too much. But yeah. like 
That's a, so other than foraging for nuts yeah. uh, in supermarket car parks, what have you been doing this week, then, Harley? Oh, well, actually, can I do a, a slide note? I, the other day, I oh, was on, side note. on my way away into uh, Bentwaters, and I bumped into Mr. Lobb. Remember Mr. Lobb from high school? Oh, my God, school? teacher. Yes. The science teacher, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, he was on his way into Rendlesham Forest to go foraging for mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I I can assure you, I'm I'm fairly sure it's the... They're edible, not poisonous, not other sorts. Psychedelic man. What'd you do? Tell me. <laughs> I did shrooms with my old science teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Doing shrooms with your old science teacher. No, not 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 recommendable at all. No, no. Although <laughs> if if you're gonna do it with any teacher, the science teacher's the one. Other science teachers are available. Hell yeah. Hello, Mr. Giles. <laughs> 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 They're all terrifying. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you've been gigging, boy. <coughs> I you've have, been yeah. Quite a giggy, giggy old busy weekend. Didn't you? I have had a giggity weekend. Giggity. Um, I haven't been mad busy. That was a weird word. Mad, <laughs> mad busy this weekend. I only had the one gig, but it was really cool. Um, I was at Grand Central with um. I should probably sorry. Let's go back to Friday because I had a, a, a third session with Justine Demir in the studio recording. Um. More of her stuff for her All at Lady J. Area 51. Huh? All at Area 51. Get your bingo cards out. Oh, Side note, uh, I am still working on the... Uh, the uh, Victoria Bennett won the bingo last week, so I'm going to do one for her son, Theo, who is a member of the Rock Project. Get it on your bingo cards. Yep. Um, so there's two. <laughs> there's two down. Um, so yeah, stay tuned, Victoria. That's going to be coming for you next week. That sounds, anyway, sorry, I'm please carry on with the story. Looking forward to that. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, so that was a good day. We had a good morning there. Um, I also um, had a great afternoon on the Friday. Uh, went, went climbing. Not really a musical thing, but me and Dave from, from the Rock Project uh, went climbing. And it was absolutely incredible. I haven't been climbing yes. for so long. You were you were talking about this last last Monday about yeah. you guys signing up for it. I've been so wanting to go for it. It's the Rock Climbing Project now. The Rock Project. Ah. Oh, you're onto something there. Yeah. yeah, so it was great. Um, I don't know what Dave, Dave actually filmed me doing a climb with Ooh. no hands. Um, they've got a whole wall where there's a challenge of get to the top of the wall with no hands. Oh my god! And so um, it's like the, the the challenge of Game of Thrones for all these like dead people that are trying to climb the walls. But yeah, they've got like oh. their hands have decayed. Like that did make it easier. Did you actually climb up a wall without using your hand? Yes. Shut up. Yes. That's great. I will show you. Uh, when we get to Rock Project tonight, I'll show you the video. It is incredible. That's great. I don't know if Dave, Dave should have posted How it. How did you do it? Upside down? No. Did you um, use your toes as fingers? The wall isn't, is just under the, so, like, it's like 80 degrees. So it's like some very steep steps. It's, yes, but the steps are, well, the thickest one was about the width of my thumb. So Ooh. imagine putting all your weight on, like, the side of your foot onto your thumb and trusting yourself not to slip off. Good lord. It was terrifying. It was terrifying. But it was... So masculine. Oh, I'm so masculine. Yeah, it was great fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, I can't wait to go back there. I've been trying to find when I'm going to be available to go climbing again. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to this Friday, but I really hope that I'll find yeah, time nice to be able one, to do that. So, so do you wear gloves when you climb? Or? Not gloves, no. You have special climbing shoes. Um, do you ever get joint pain after you've been doing that? Uh, no, it's actually quite good for your joints. Uh-huh. Um because generally with your hands, uh, the sort of pressure you're putting on it, if your hands aren't strong enough, you let go and you fall. Yeah, yeah. You're not in a position where you're going to get stuck and then do damage. 
which you can in sort of like other situations. Um, yeah. My arms, like my my forearm muscles and stuff, are really yeah. achy. They're uh, quite difficult week. to work out the forearm muscles, so that's what climbing well, that's is good it. for, isn't it? I have, I've been kind of going to the gym to try and better my climbing ability. Mm-hmm. Because um, I used to go regularly and kind of stopped because the nearest climbing wall for us is Stowe Market, mm. and it was driving all that way yeah. to climb, and it just got really expensive. Hassle. Well, that's the thing because like uh, I, most of the people that I find that get pains as musicians are bass players and drummers. Yeah. Uh, because there is a, a, a lot of repetition going on there, a lot of and tension. you don't get to have a break during songs as much as other musicians. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're the rhythm section, you're supposed to be just piling it through. Um, so yeah, this is this, you know what can, sort of uh, intrigues me about you and, and Dave doing climbing just to see what how it affects each other's joints more. Um, mm. I get this problem when I'm playing double bass. Like uh, yeah. double bass absolutely kills my joints because it's so very percussive. You are swacking your right hand against a you know a and the big old bit so of wood high. for like <laughs> like two hours. You know, mm. giggity giggity. Um, so uh, what my girlfriend who is a Frankie who who is a, a PT. Uh, who she's got a deal on at the moment. So uh, check out PT with Frankie. You can get a free uh, PT session if you wish. Um, there is, uh, she has always recommended glucosamine sulfate as a, a vitamin supplement. And if you take okay. that, just like every day, it helps to ward off uh, arthritis, apparently. Right, okay. Uh, and also, uh, it's just, yeah, just it, it helps to sort of buffer those bits between your joints so right. that you don't quite get so, like, you know, carpal tunnel or, and that's, that's, that's tendons. Um, but, you know, like, you know, yeah. osteoarthritis and, and yeah. that kind of thing. I might look into getting some stuff like that because I. Had on the Barrett, that's where I got it from. Yeah. You get extra What's one of those things? Arthritis is not really a, something that us youngsters necessarily think about, mm-hmm. but, but it, it runs in my family. Like, yeah. Yeah, my, 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 Same with mine. On my dad's side, they, they, they've all got arthritis, yeah. and I worry about that as a guitarist growing yeah. up. Like, you know, it's just my uncle There's had to stop playing guitar because yeah. it hurts his fingers. There will be a day which playing guitar will be real difficult. Um, yeah. Who's the guitarist from Incubus? I don't know if, I don't know if I'd know his Good name. Good question. But he. Uh, had he got arthritis in his hands and had to stop playing um and really struggled um to play for a long time and then sort of went well if i just find a guitar that works for me um i'll i'll use that so trendon boyd that sound or mike uh einziger mike einziger i think there we go yes um he brandon boyd's the front man yeah that's it he um went and tried loads of different guitars out to find one that would suit the way he plays. And now he plays the Albert Lee signature, uh, ah. Music Man. I don't know if you play one, then they're really weird neck on them, mm. really round and really small. Cool. So he, he finds them really comfortable and he's got one in every single pickup combination you can get. How oh, great. Um, and that's that's his now his go-to. It's all right when you've got a bit of money though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you can be yeah. like, sure, I'll find a guitar and I will buy it multiple times that's comfortable to play. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that. people like us, we just got to just take our supplements and and warm up before we play. Yeah, mm. that's it. Awesome. I, wonder, I wonder how many supplements you could get for the price of one Albert Lee signature. <laughs> a lifetime's worth of supplements. There's, the, <laughs> there's, our, there's, our, there's our Harley and Joshua giveaway. Yep. A lifetime's worth of supplements or an Albert Lee give, giveaway in your mind because neither of us can afford that. Yeah, I know. Um, so, yeah. How was the gig? So, the gig in the How evening. Was the uh, gig? We haven't gone to Saturday. I want to carry on with Friday night because we had another mu- non musical but kind of musical evening. Uh, me and Dave and Rainer and Tom had a little poker night round. Oh, us, Rock Project Poker Which place. was great. 
it was really good fun because we'd we'd sit there and we're playing poker. We had YouTube on and we'd just play music that to like that each other hadn't heard and nice. stuff like that. Tom played some of his music uh, from his old band uh, Never uh, Never, Never Moves Maybe, maybe yeah. um, as well as some other stuff. Never Mean Babies. Yeah, Rainer played some of his ba- stuff from his band Derider mm-hmm. um, from Derrida. back in the days of of BIM, and it was it was really good fun. Just just searching through, going down the rabbit hole of of past musics of us. Mm. What about Dave? What did Dave play? Um, he didn't play, he didn't have, couldn't find any footage of him, of his previous stuff, oh, which is a shame. And there again, neither could I. For some reason, some of my previous years, there's not a lot that made it to, uh, made mm. it to the internet. Oh, or at least, out, out off MySpace. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, it's all on MySpace, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, had to go is. back fishing through it. I did that recently. I went back and, and checked out the old Stratfire and Kismet MySpaces mm. um, and Segredation. But it, you can't play any of the stuff. Like what I no. found, that I, you can't play any of the of the tracks anymore, which sucks because I don't even have them on my computer anymore. Yeah. They're up on MySpace, but they're not in my uh, in my library, which sucks. So I'd love to see if I can find uh, find a way to get them off MySpace. Does anybody know about how to do there that? There might be a way if you message MySpace, if you message the help center, and just be like, "Look, please, this is this please. is a deal." They might be able to help. I've I've had stuff like that before, where I've had stuff that I can't access on websites that I want on my local files, and they've helped out with stuff. Mm. Like that. But yeah, so that was our night. Um, oh, you've you skipped past the thing. What we all care about is who won. Oh, that's a good question. Oh, it was no one important. Oh, it wasn't you, was it? No. <laughs> like I say, it was no one important. You lost all your money. Yeah. Five whole pounds. I did. Yes, no. I, Unless I did... it got even, you guys are like, let's raise the stakes. Uh, there was a buy-in, but I didn't buy back in. Oh, um, okay. I think Dave won. Yes, Dave won. <sighs> Um, was it all at Dave's house? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. House always wins with his it? cards. House yeah, always house wins. always wins. Yeah. I'm, I'm sus now, actually. Mm. Have you seen that. the Han Solo movie? Lando had a little card hidden up his sleeve. I expect Dave has the same contraption. He's like, Fa-ching! ace, clack, and he's straight in there. Mm. Yeah, you're like, ah, it all fits together. Uh, right, okay. Inception moment. I saw it happen. Oh yeah, no. And then we finished the night with a Nerf battle. Oh right! It's, I thought we said Earth Battle. I just throw a mud at each other. No, uh, it was final final table. Rainer, Dave, like standoff. Great. I noticed a couple of Nerf guns, so I put them in my Nerf back, gun roulette. Put them in my my hoodie, wrapped them up, put them under the table, and slid one to Dave. And as soon as he won, he was like, "Now I kill you!" And we <laughs> and we just pelted Rainer with Nerf <laughs> pellets. It'd be better if it was Earth. Just throwing mud at him. Yeah, with Earth pellets. Uh, just that sound. Earth pellets sounds like a really strange term for poo. Ooh, poopy pellets. So that anyway, on to Friday. Yeah, Saturday. Uh, Saturday. Whew, yeah, that went quick. Um, Saturday was playing at Grand Central. Uh, we had a little uh, charity fundraiser. It wasn't like a proper fundraiser, but it was part of the Blue Cross uh, fundraising week. Okay, um, cool. And to close it off, we uh, had some of the Blue Cross people come along. Uh, they were giving out bandanas and um, they were giving face paints and stuff. A few people had face paints. Um, and uh, So Adam Prowse came and sang with you. He did indeed. Mm. That was that was really cool. He's been uh, listening, coming to see us for a lot, such a long time. And um, he really always, you know, he's such a fan of music. And he, he always wanted to sing Pompeii. And we might be dropping that from the set at Pompeo, some point soon. Pompeo, Pompeo. That's, that, that's, does he ever actually say Pompeii on the song? No. Well, that's, that's how they named the song, isn't it? Pompeo! 
You look like a bird of the wild. <laughs> I actually belong in the film Rio. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, yeah. So he came up and sung. It was really cool. It was really nice. Um, he really enjoyed it. Like I say, we're probably going to be dropping that from the set at some point. Oh. Um, so we wanted to get him up and singing it uh, before we kind of lo- uh, we it, yeah. bring in some new tracks. So, knew all the words and everything. He did. Oh yeah, he's always he knows all the words to all of our songs. <laughs> Great, amazing. Um, and that was kind of most of my weekend. I had a day in the studio on on the Sunday, and uh, after that, I just chilled, mate. Oh, that sounds like a nice old weekend, Harley. I'm so proud of you. Well, Harley did stuff well done, buddy. I'm proud of you. Well done. That was yeah. I'm I'm uh, I'm just posting up the bingo card on the Facebook. I tell you what, see if you can actually know. I was about to hand in my phone to scroll through my pictures to uh, find the bingo card to Don't upload, do but that. yeah, I think that's a rookie mistake, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> hey, look at my pictures. Oh, there's a little <laughs> pic of me. <laughs> God, I'm so sorry. Oh. Um, yeah. All right. So I'm gonna play some music. Um, I think uh, I. I've got four tracks to go through today, so I'm going to crack on with this one because this is uh, one that Josh Carr from Hot Tramp sent me this. It's a wonderful track. Um, And if you listen to the lyrics, ladies and gentlemen listening in, if you are a musician or or you uh, work as a musician or you're just in an artistic or something that is your job that that makes you passionate about what you do, listen to the lyrics in this because it's just going to get you. This is Chevrolet Van by The Nude Party. That was Chevrolet Van by the Nude Party. I think you can guess why Josh Carr sent that to me because not only is it about being in a band and making me dance. Uh, yeah, dancing it, so funny. Oh, I love dancing. It's like so a, funny. Like a bird with no wit. Like I'm bird. so bird-like today. Aren't you were like a bird of the wild, but with no beak or no wings. <laughs> Chevrolet van. Uh, but yeah, it's all about a Chevrolet van, which I own one of those, and yeah, I've been do. driving my driving my van around in it for ages. Speaking of van, yes, I noticed you parked about as far away from here as you can, and still have to pay for parking. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was everywhere was taken up. Anyway, so um, <laughs> I actually had uh, a really nice weekend. That was, I went uh, last Friday. I got to catch uh, Rubber Jaw. Omadi and Bessie Turner all at uh, Three Wise Monkeys. And I just got to say, like, it was just wonderful. Mm-hmm. It was such, such a, such a, such a good gig. They had two gigs over this weekend, um, which was all uh, for the Rubber Jaw were releasing their single for Feeling Funny, which we played on this show before, uh, which I want to play again today, actually. And also Omadi releasing their, uh, their music video. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, Maddie were just one of these bands that I didn't... I Well, I checked them out last week because I knew that they were playing this week. And uh, I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I get it. I get it. They're, not, they're a good band. They're a good band. But it wasn't until I saw them that I was just like, oh, wow. You know? Three-piece band. It was guitar. Um, the, the guitarist was playing this... Um, it was a Guild uh, semi-acoustic, uh, but it had a, had a humbucker. And it just it looked like a nylon-strong guitar. But it was, right. he'd used steel strings on it. Hadn't cut the ends of the strings, so it was just waving around like oh, some yeah. kind of health and safety nightmare. Um, and yeah, just yeah, had the same sort of mustache style bridge uh, of any kind of acoustic kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, played it like an electric, and he sung like Tom Waits. Nice. Um, yeah, the drummer um, you can tell wrote the wrote the songs with him uh, because you get that thing sometimes when you're like when a drummer 
just is just playing fills or just you know literally just being too flashy mm. but Rainer will uh, will agree with me this is song like um, song drummers mm. is what he would call Ringo Starr and I think his name was Jack the drummer from Omadi but yeah you could tell he just he was using the drums to accentuate the vocals uh, and certain rhythms that he would use with his with his sort of stanza in, in, in the lyrics mm. um, so yeah I was just sort of watching that thinking yeah like I'm not only grooving along to this because he's holding a steady beat but he's also uh complimenting the song and the lyrics so yeah kudos on that so without me just talking about omadi for ages let's just play some music by them this Please is do. maddie by omadi check it out that was maddie by omadi uh that's so mean, isn't it? Oh, Maddie! Oh, yeah, exactly right. There was one point during the set where he was like literally screaming the lyrics into the humbucker, and it sounded incredible. Oh, do you know how they time. recorded it? Because there's that low, like all yeah. distorted sound in there. I was uh, either that or just literally they just you know emulated that. But yeah, no, they were a really great band. It sounds like a really nice band to see live. Yeah, like, yeah, three piece again, like keys, guitar, drums. Uh, a keys player I didn't catch his name but he was very talented he had like multiple keyboards you know triggering multiple samples and with different uh, different kind of vibes to him so there would be one that would be a vintage organ kind of sounding thing wow, nice. another which would be literally triggering samples from the album uh, and another one which would be a synth um, and something else which I just I don't know I didn't quite catch what it was it just looked really cool um, so yeah but I went up there with Meg Burrows uh, and, and our friends and Jamie Chapman because it was her birthday yeah. uh, my, my girlfriend Frankie and our good mate Dave um, and yeah it was just really nice to be able to go and see a, a gig and a lot of people that were very surprised that I was there and they were like oh wow oh thanks for coming I'm just like, well, I'm literally, I'm just turning up to watch a gig because this is just what you do, right? Yeah. Uh, they're like, I'm just really surprised you're here. I was like, yeah, I know, I don't gig every single Friday, but it was really nice because that 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 on the basis of that song, I had to buy the the vinyl. They've got a, they've got a vinyl out. Um, I think you can get it off on Q rates, but or if you just find on Facebook, just find Omadi. They've got vinyl. It was ten quid for me to get ten quid for like six tracks on a vinyl. Nice. That doesn't happen often. So I, that vinyl must be just getting cheaper to produce, I expect. Well, I guess it's supply and demand. That, that, you know, if you order, like, same thing, you order one thing of something, it costs so much. If you order thousands, it costs a lot yeah. less. And I mean, if you know, there's the demand for more people to want it, more places can be competitive because they can order in the... the, the the materials cheaper. You know, and stuff I'm looking like at uh, I'm looking at Omadi's. You know, progress. They're like, you know, they're, they're doing well, um, but they're not. I don't think they're going to be the, one of those bands that's selling thousands and thousands, hundred thousands of yeah. vinyl sort of thing. So, for a band that's from Chelmsford, they're from Chelmsford, by the way. Um, you know, being able to sell vinyls for ten quid, mm. uh, and I don't. I think they've probably got a limited run of that. That shows that this, you know, it must be getting cheaper just to mass produce this. Rayner did say with uh, East Town Pirates that their vinyls sell, their vinyl to CD sales nowadays are like 10 to 1. They'll sell 10 vinyls for one CD. Yeah. Because well. people can listen to it online anyway, but then to ha- it's, a bit more, it's a bit more tangible. You can, see the, you can see the sound in the grooves. Yeah, exactly. I did just uh, upload a video of you dancing to, um, uh, to Chevrolet Van. <laughs> looking like a what do I, what do I say nutcase because <laughs> you've been searching a, and foraging for them <laughs> a bird of the wild with no beak no wings and no claws yeah birds birds, birds forage for nuts it's good yeah sort of nut birds nut birds yeah um, but yeah uh, big shout out shout out to Bessie Turner for her show on Friday um, it was wonderful she like yeah, she, it was only her and Ben Ward playing drums they didn't mm. have Tom playing bass it was literally just guitar and drums set up 
Um, and she really, really did well. Like she always has this thing, this persona when she's in the middle of song. She's like, I don't know, this might be a bit bad, but let's give it a crack. <laughs> I think that's kind of, I like that. Uh, I, I, it's like, almost breaking a, the fourth wall, isn't it? Yeah. You know, as a as like a music teacher. That that really grates on me because I'm all, I'm constantly telling students don't say that like yeah. before before you're about oh, yeah, to yeah. play don't tell oh sorry we haven't rehearsed this we're not very good mm. and like because immediately people are judging what you're about to play mm. before they even heard it if you literally just go up there with massive gusto um, and just play it even if you don't know what you're doing some people get a lot watch that a lot of the time they'll be like i don't know any difference so that was wonderful you know yeah the amount of times i've gone up to bands afterwards and said that was incredible what a show and they were like that is the worst show we've ever played yeah but they never said anything about it so there we go but uh, you know bessie pulls it off somehow um yeah she's yeah. she's got a particular stage persona which mm. which is and she's doing well for herself so it's just well, she, like, yeah yeah know, it works yeah so it's kind of like you know well people know that you're not bad so there we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, well done for that one, uh, Bessie and Ben. Uh, and also, obviously, I can't you know, talk about this without talking about Rubber Jaw. Like, they absolutely mm-hmm. nailed it. It's so crazy to see them just come out of nowhere for me. Like, they've been, they've, all three of them have been in, separate, in like multiple bands beforehand, and they've, they've been all over the place before. So they kind of know what they're doing um, in terms of releasing new music and, 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 and you know, bringing a new band to the public. But, you know, I'd only heard about them about four or five months ago. I never saw them live and I hadn't even listened to them because they didn't have any music out. I mean, I wanted to yeah. play them on this show. I remember when early days, yeah. we, we, we did mention that they don't have any sound out. Yeah. Yet. So, yeah, like for, for ages I've been wanting that. And then now they've only just got Feeling Funny out. And the Three Wise Monkeys was rammed. Like, it yeah. was. I reckon it was sold out. Um, and I, so I think they're onto something really good there. It's the fact of like, keep people wanting more uh keep posting up content which is interesting if you look at all their pages they've you know got these really strange sort of collages of of old footage and new footage all kind of grainy and stuff and and it really does make you well it intercut with them rehearsing and stuff so Mm. it keeps your intrigue um but you know now they've just got that you know one one song out uh, I think they've got a music video coming out for it, but I'm not completely sure. Nice. But you can get that on vinyl. Again, that one was 10 quid. I've ordered, I pre-ordered mine um, to have it signed. Didn't come because they've got through, they had so many to get through. Uh, they didn't, I don't think they realised just how many people there they'd sell. But yeah, that was on Creation 23 as well. So oh. um, I believe, I think they just signed for that one single. Um, I say that one single. It's this one single. I'm going to play it for you. This is Feeling Funny by Rubber Jaw. At the end of that track, the audience would not stop singing it to them. Oh, they were nice. just like a whole group, a whole crowd of people just going, got me feeling funny, you got me feeling funny. That's cool. Everybody I, had it stuck in the head afterwards. There's no bigger... Um, Compliment. Yeah, there's yeah. no better feeling than have someone sing back your words. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Words. It's great. Um, but yeah, so uh, it was, they were wonderful. Um, uh, Meg bought us, bought herself a t-shirt. Um, yeah, we were all like, that's what is quite fun about being a musician is to kn- know that sort of see behind the curtain, you know, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. You know, you know, you know how the magic is made, you know, how, uh, they got to that point, 
but it doesn't stop you from being mystified by it. It doesn't stop you from going, oh man, I need to, I need to buy an EP, or I need to buy, I need to buy a T-shirt, or I need yeah. to, you know, I, I need to meet these people. I need to, I need to say to them, oh, you have to fawn over them a bit. Mm. And that's what I was doing to Omadi. Actually, I was just going to, him. I was like, oh, where are you? Where, how, where did you come from? Oh my god, you're so good. Oh, Maddie, you're good. Oh, Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Oh, Maddie. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Uh, the rest of the weekend I spent at a wedding which was really funny because I, I was Todd Emmanuel old drummer from Fate Untold and used yeah. to drive with me and who's driving bears driving mm-hmm. um, he got married to Becca and it was at all manner of events in Henley oh. and I've played there so many times and I was a guest and it was so weird <laughs> to be around like all these wonderful musicians as well that he, uh, you know, uh, like Luke from This Sudden Injury uh, mm. Tigger from Count Your Friends um, uh, uh, oh yeah 80 from 10 Years just like all these bands, all these used- names, I'm just going. Oh yeah, I remember the names. Oh my God. So just yeah, having having a drink with those guys. Dave Housden was there, who I've been doing soundtrack work with. Kyron from Underline the Sky was there, and mm-hmm. Pessimist. So yeah, like it was just a, a bunch of musicians hanging out and getting drunk and watching Todd dance with his little little girls. He's got two little girls, Aww. and there was just this one point during um, what was it? It was a town called Malice by the Jam. Yeah. And he's got both his little girls in hand just dancing with them, just yeah. looking like the happiest man alive. Like I was but there was nobody else on the dance floor and everybody else was just sort of just talking amongst themselves and, and not and I felt like I was just watching this and I was the only person watching this like yeah. beautiful moment happen for him. And then and then Go Your Own Way comes on uh-huh. by Fleetwood Mac and he's just like, Oh my god, I love this track and, and Becca, his wife comes on. And just and he's like singing at her, puts his hand out, and she just walks straight past him. <laughs> so, so, so I had to jump up, and I was just grabbed him by the hand, and we waltzed around to Fleetwood Mac. Wonderful. But yeah, so I was I was finding out what kind of wedding guest I am. What kind of wedding guest are you, Harley? I'm the guy that sits at the back. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't think I've got a thing. Musicians don't dance. <laughs> That's Is that like white men can't jump? Yeah. <laughs> White men can't dance. <laughs> but, like, yeah, uh, last wedding I went to, I sat and I watched the band, really enjoyed them, uh, Jupiter Ray. Okay, and, yeah, yeah. Um, I heard of them. They were great, but I sat and I was looking at their gear, mm-hmm. eyeing up their equipment, going, I like how they've set it up. Sounds great. Lovely PA yeah. they've got. <laughs> and then was mingling inconspicuously with the guests yeah um i didn't know too many people from that wedding it was rob clemson's um yep who's recently uh or uh mid last week had his first child well he didn't his wife did he had a little memento he has he has a little yeah well that's how the text got i got a text from laura uh, his sister going we have a new member of the mementos (laughs) a mini member of the mentos the mini memento memento minis so um yeah and I, yeah, that's my I think, thing. I'm not sure if it's can't dance or won't dance. I think it's I, won't. Yeah, I mean, I I do enjoy a good dance, but it's got to be with the right people at the time because like, I yeah. can't I can't be that guy that sort of had like like arms around a big group of lads going, yeah, Mr. Brightside. That's just that's <laughs> just claustrophobia. That Your sex is on fire. Oh, it's always those songs that come back to back as well on the playlist, don't they? Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that was wonderful. Um. Really happy I got to see them, but there was, there was two nights of drinking, mm-hmm. and I felt absolutely awful on Sunday. Because <laughs> so. I guess you're probably in a similar vein to me, is that we don't get that much time chance to drink. So then when no. you do, it 
your three drinks uh, and down. Go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I had five pints, and that yep. was me just... I felt mullered. I was fine. Yeah. I, I'm never the liability drunk. Mm. Um, but I, I, <laughs> I am. The next day I am, because I'm just like, eh, feed me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I feel ill. <laughs> uh, if I'm hungover, I get up and do stuff, because that makes me feel better somehow. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, yeah, like, there's no... I remember playing squash hungover once. Right. And that was the best cure. (laughs) That was the best cure for a hangover. Doesn't sound like it to me. (laughs) No. Oh, no. I I felt like like death whilst during. Your brain would be playing slosh. You'd just be jumping around. Yeah. Just around. I I sweated the rest of the alcohol out. And uh, yeah, after a shower, I felt amazing. Oh, amazing. It was great. That's nice. So yeah, that's... My hangover cure. There, there we go. go. We've done. We've done food, tour food, <laughs> hangover cures. We are basically like a woman's m- weekly magazine. Mm. Hey. <laughs> For sure, we are. Um, so yeah. I, I so want... we got that. We got the check out. Um. So yeah. Um. We've been toying around with the bingo thing here because you know we we I think we are one one mention away from a line here. And we're not going to mention them. No, no, we're not going to say. Uh, we're not going to say what what is so close. No. But um. So this this back end of the show is where we we chuck in the gig list. Uh, and we also just sort of talk about what we've got coming up this weekend. But I wanted to see if people were up for uh, a new, new sections in this part of the show. Oh, okay. I'll see if you're up for this. Um, I would like to sort of talk about musical, uh, music industry stuff, you know, like things that are happening in the news and also uh, concepts in music. We talked about this a little while okay, back. Yeah. We were talking about, um, you know, uh, whether music, you should, you should see it as an art or a craft. And you know that got some good feedback. A lot of people I like were, that. were, were yeah. quite engaged with that. Um, here's a here's a, uh, a, a a thing I thought about this morning, or thing I think I thought about this morning. Jingle. There we go. Um, was uh, do you think we're getting to that point now where um, music record labels are going to start uh, breaking off and starting their own streaming platforms? Because um, if you think about this, Netflix, Disney have, have taken their, their stuff away from Netflix because they're now starting their own Disney-based mm. streaming service. So I think, you know, Warner, um, EMI, Sony, BMG, all that sort of stuff. Well, yeah, may not, not so much. Universal, all these people that could, um, or Excel, they could all take their artists off streaming services and put them on their own with the back catalog of all their other artists. Do you think that people should do that? What do you think would be the benefits of doing that? I don't think they will. Harley speak. I my my reason is, you know, you watch a film and you go, oh, that was really good. And another night you might watch another film or you might watch another TV show. But that's your evening's entertainment in one piece. However, one piece. You might have a playlist of workout music that plays, I don't know, Slipknot. And I'm going to name all everyone all on Warner now, aren't I? <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to think, like, who's not? Trivia. Uh, yeah, they're on Warner. Um, oh, Craggy. Because everyone... What's the, what's the big metal label? Um, Rise. Roadrunner. Roadrunner, yes. Yeah, it's the Roadrunner is a, a sub of Warner. Mm. But, like, say you do that, and then you go, oh, I'll listen to Porcupine Tree, who are on K-Scope, or they were Sony for their earlier stuff. Um, and you've got a playlist of, of music for a particular mood or mm-hmm. stuff like that. 
you can't have that playlist of that. Mm. You can only listen to the artist you want at a time. And then if you go, well, I want to listen to this artist, then I'll close that app down, open that up. How do you think about wh- whether it will introduce people to new music more? Because there'll be sort of, if you're thinking about the art, uh, like a label's back catalogue, they, they'll have their sort of their top sellers on the streaming platforms, which will be getting the most plays. Mm. But if they have their own catalogue uh, and they sort of say, oh, if you like th- uh, this artist, you might like another artist that's on our catalogue, which isn't quite as well known. I think... I don't think that needs to be done for those who are open and want to find new music i used to do that i used to go well i like this band let's and i looked on look used to look on spotify and go well related artists and that's how i found ruben who were my favorite band Mm. they were related artists to another band i was listening to and went oh lord this is amazing right and they've been one of my favorite bands oh maddie um they've been one of my favorite bands ever since and so that's a good way i think the means for discovering new music is out there. Mm-hmm. And for bands like Ruben, they're on a, they're on a, a indie label, so right. where will they be? Then will Spotify become just a place for indie la- independent labels? Yeah. You know, if if people are taking all of their um if Warner take all their music off Spotify, then all you've got left is the, is the fringes, which yeah. will then make it a much better place to discover new music. There's the, there's the the ethical dilemma of the fact of like Spotify was built on the back of piracy yeah like it's original uh uh startups i can't remember what they were uh, with the names of them but they they were in um in instrument in creating napster yeah and all these other sort of places where they would you know just i i just give away music for free and they used all this free music they had to build up a sort of a working beta for the people thinking of investing in spotify and so then we have the less ethical dilemma of the record labels that would be starting off these streaming services would own the rights to that music, yeah. so there it, are there's there would there's be no side pop, yeah, and there, uh, also I believe that the artists would be getting paid better if they yeah. were if it was if the if the revenue was going straight through their label. I mean, you know, there's there's kind of nothing stopping the label there that, of, of paying them fairly, if that makes sense. And for anyone who's no reason for it anyway, for no, not paying them fairly. For anyone who doesn't know, kind of what the deal is with kind of streaming services, it's kind of been a little bit of a of a um, sort of like yeah. a, a borderlands a kind of thing yeah. because there were no real laws on what streaming payments are. And to this day, Spotify, there are loads of streaming services out there. Spotify are the worst paying one of all of them and they're the largest company. Um, and they get sued regularly by artists who get thousands and thousands of views and listens um, and they get nothing back. I think mm-hmm. it was Lady Gaga on, a, on the year that she kind of made it big. She got $112 yeah. from Spotify. Ridiculous, right? And she had the most she was the most streamed artist on Spotify yeah. um of that year. So that mm-hmm. wasn't right and then they kind of bumped their prices up. Um there's another artist more recently that have taken Spotify to court cuz he got like uh $1000 for a year for um a year's worth of money from Spotify mm-hmm. and had millions of streams and it's mm-hmm. like, well, why where, why is that happening? And where is this money going? But I mean, if know. you think about like you know how much music gets played on Spotify a day, I'd like to know that. I'd like to know that stat. I'd like to know you know just how much music gets played a year, um, and just think about okay, so uh, where is the money coming from? So what's it? It's sort of nine ninety nine a month, isn't it? Something like this. Um, yeah. And so I don't know how many users they've got. So there's a, a whole bunch of money going in there. It's just something they can, you know, they get, who is, and those who don't pay, to it. there's a free version, but they get advertising and they yeah. get a lot of money out of the adverts yeah, as well. I can imagine, exactly. 
But yeah, also, you, are you finding this? I'm Googling, see, Googling if I can this. see if there's an answer online. I like it. Uh, on another side note, I just noticed this popped up on my news feed. Um, well, like my news RSS thing that I have. Um, it's uh, that Warner Music Group has launched a seed stage investment fund called WMG Boost. Uh, that's just been reported the past couple of days. I think actually, no, it was October 5th, so yesterday. Um, so interesting thing is that it's sort of the fund is aimed at supporting entrepreneurial growth and innovative thinking in the music industry. So if you've got sort of like an idea for you know, uh, well you know a streaming service or mm. uh, music retail or anything to do with the music industry that you think is a great idea, um, uh, you know, then you can get some funding. That's really cool. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I mean, it could be for it could be for for bands or it could be for for record labels. Uh, it could be for distribution services. Um, according to WMG, the multi-billion dollar fund will be used to invest in early stage businesses within the adjacent to the record recorded music business. So it probably won't be to do with stuff, live music stuff. Uh, it'll, they'll be mostly thinking about record sales. Oh, yeah. you found some info, have you? There? I found some info. Um, I'm, I'm trying to work out what, um, what if one answers the question that we need. Mm. Um Per the amount of av- average amount of daily listeners listening on for cross platform Spotify users, 148 minutes per Spotify user. Hmm. Bearing in mind, there are, it told me how many subscribers there are. Um, there are. Go on. Um, Go on. Co- there are 83 million. 83 million subscribers. So, what is 83 million times 148? <laughs> That's how. M- Many minutes of Spotify gets times one hundred and forty-eight. Yeah, that's uh, live maths with Harley and Josh. Uh, a one point two two eight four uh, and with ten zeros, <laughs> and then another one. So one point something billion. Yeah, there we go. Minutes worth of music gets played on Spotify every day. Yeah, that's a lot of lot of money going in and a lot of money that probably should be going out. Mm-hmm. But Hey. Yeah, exactly. One point two billion. Uh and yeah, with the advertisements we don't know how much that you know, they're no. they're getting paid by the advertisers. So yeah. you know, it's gotta be, you know, two two billion at least a year. Yeah. Um yeah. so yeah, anyway, that's the little guys taking down the big guys. But before we do that, let's talk about little guy gigs like what we have. <laughs> little guy gigs. <laughs> um I am playing um at uh the uh Rattles the Five Bells in Rattlesden. Uh, this Friday that is oh, where is the blooming thing gone okay I wrote it down but it's gone um, yeah so Five Bells and Rattledon up near Bury St Edmunds I'll be doing 8.30 until about 11 uh, with the Lockabillies um, so if you're looking for a bit of a rock and roll fix come down to that nice. um, and also I want to uh, just sort of promote uh, another gig that we've got coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks we are doing a stand up to cancer gig um, at the golf club in Felixstowe. Oh yeah. Um, it's a dinner dance. It's a ticketed entry, um, and, but all you know, funds and proceeds will be going to stand up to cancer and for cancer research. Yeah. So uh, if you if you're into that, uh, check out our Facebook page. We've got an event up there, and you can get the tickets on there. What you got going up this weekend, Harley? Um, I haven't actually got any. Um... Any public gigs? I haven't got any gig. Well, I haven't got any gigs at all. I'm doing sound this weekend. I've Ooh, got a, like a private event on the on Friday. It's all this uh, uh, at, uh, at, at the hall. I've completely forgotten what it's called. For God's sake, Manor Ballroom. Oh, it's a Manor Ballroom. Manor Ballroom this Friday. Um, 
yeah, that's just a job do it running running desk um, with Synergy, which oh, I'm cool. looking forward to. Very nice. And then there's following. You were hoping that was going to be. Uh, there was another gig. Oh, wasn't I was it? going to go see um, Five Mile High at the Trinity Sports and Social Club. Oh, cool. No, no, the, the other work that you were hoping to get with Synergy, you were talking about oh, the yes, gear that yes. they have. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's not happening. Oh, what was the gear? Well, that might be happening. I don't want to talk about it because I don't oh, know. I don't know it. Okay, yeah, it's suspense, um, man. Um, uh, but the, the Saturday, I'm going to be doing sound at the railway with Missing Andy and Ficker's Thieves. Cool. Yeah, that looks like that's going to be a great gig, actually. I've, I've, I've got that on the list here. Cool, Ficker's yeah. Thieves. I've been going for years. They, I, I saw an yeah, article came up of me playing with them. Uh, uh, was it Sounds of the East Coast? Yes. Um, back, you know, 10 years ago at Spa Pavilion. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, they played on that one as well. Same with um, uh, Walkway. They were, they were doing yeah, it back then. They're still going as well, yeah. Anyway, right. So to, uh, so this Friday the 12th, we've got Backer Beyond uh, and support from Space Cake, who we've played with before, at the John Peel Center. If you like your hippie vibes and your sort of your sounds of the forest, but also with that kind of like, you know, good sort of uh, trip hop style beats and, uh, and sort of a bit of house in there, uh, get down John Peel Center in Stone Market. Uh, also October 12th, this Friday, uh, the Magic Moments Children's Charity Night of Music at the Rep. Uh, people I know that are playing that are In My Disguise, Emily Gray, and Robin Dicker. So nice. that's, again, going to be for children's charity. So if, you help, if, you're, if you're in a giving mood this weekend, uh, head down to the, uh, to the rep this Friday. Um, and now I've got uh, a song I want to play us out with tonight. Um, the new single by War Waves, our good friend Dan Dolman, yep. um, is playing uh, at the Constitutional Club in Bury St. Edmunds. Um, this uh, yeah, this Friday twelfth, uh, War Waves, The Islas, uh, and History and Law, and the Basement Strippers. They'll be playing up in Bury St Edmunds. Um, I'll stick around for the end of this, and we'll show you their new single, Lion's Head. It's really good. I uh, I did chop out a swear word, which was rather a big one. Oh, so you're gonna, oh my goodness! Oh my. So uh, yeah, you're gonna have to check and see, you know, if you can tell where <laughs> where the swear word was. Um, right in. Yeah, go on exactly. See if you can put it on the bingo cards. Josh accidentally drops a swear. Um, cool. KZ and Friends. I was KZ. just checking this out, yeah. Yeah, Keys player from Ikoko, yep. uh, producer Supreme and DJ Supreme. He played uh, Keys on my solo EP, which will be being released soon. Uh, he has a night all unto himself and friends uh, at the Curve Bar this Friday, 12th of October. Nice. Um, uh, okay, so now we're on to Saturday, October 13th. Metal Massacre Records represents Beneath the Embers and Guests. Uh, that's at the Smokehouse this Saturday at 7. Uh, classic Album Sundays with Ray Davies. Ray Davies from The Kinks will be at the John Peel Centre on the 13th Sweet. to uh, talk about um, uh, the Village Green Appreciation Society. Uh, no, Village Green Protection Society. I can't remember which one. But um, <laughs> that'll be an interesting thing to, to figure out. I mean, geez, I'd well enjoy seeing that one. Yeah. Um, October 13th, this Saturday. I think I might head down to this one. Um, the drive-ins, rock and billy and rock and roll at the Copas Bar in Felixstowe. Sweet Copas. It's Copas. It's Copas. Uh, <laughs> Take Saturday, it off, boys. It's Saturday at nine o'clock. Get on your bingo cards. Hey. Um, uh, so yeah, that that'll be that'll be good. I'm going to go and watch that just to see another rockabilly band for I haven't seen one for ages. Nice. Um, yeah, and then the only other one I've got is Missing Andy Ficker's Thieves uh, at the railway, and that's sold out. Is it? It's sold out. Sweet. So no you, pressure. Yeah, so you're doing sound. <laughs> if you want to see Harley doing sound, I mean, it's sold out. People are just going to be watching Harley on the desk. Yeah. Going, oh, yeah. Touch me fader. 
I don't even know if I'll have a fader. <laughs> yeah, um, there might be a couple of yeah. I've just in this. I don't know if there's going to be any music there, but um, if you love animals and hate plants, there's Ipswich Vegan Festival uh, Sunday, fourteenth of October. <laughs> I don't know if there's any music going there. I but, think that's um, at the Portman Road, isn't it? Yes, it is, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But yeah, so, live music and entertainment. Uh, so yeah. Thank you Eat. for listening this week, guys. Cool. Um, if you have gotten the bingo uh, and you haven't been listening on the live show, uh, then please comment on the YouTube video, comment on yeah. uh, on our Facebook. Um, please subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. Yeah. Everywhere there's the option to give a thumbs up. We like thumbs. We collect thumbs. Please give, give us your thumbs. thumbs. Uh, this is Lion's Head by Warwaves. I'm Josh. I'm Harley. No, you're not. Stop lying. Oh. <laughs>